You're, You're listening, listening to, to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Live Beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. Assalamu alaikum, hello Allah, and welcome to Life Beats with me, Sally Musa. Today, you're about to meet Iman Besha, the 10-year-old opera singer who blew the world away with her stunning voice on America's Got Talent this year. Simon Cowell called her voice a gift, and Jay Leno gave her the golden buzzer. You're about to hear her story, as well as meet her vocal coach, Lisa Hugo. Prepare to be astonished. That's next here on Life Beats on Pulse 95. Absolutely unbelievable. As you heard there, that was a 10-year-old Iman Besha. Her voice made jaws drop around the world as she belted out opera classics on America's Got Talent 2019 with emotion, grace and more composure than most adult performers. The young Jordanian-American was already a talent show veteran having won Arabs Got Talent 
two years before, but this time her performances were far more polished after she had spent time honing her technique thanks to specialist training from UAE-based vocal coach Lisa Hugo. I actually spoke to Iman and her mum Megan about how she discovered her talent and where that love of opera comes from. My mom's grandmother used to listen to opera, so my mom picked it up from her and just listened to it all the time. And for my mom's birthday, she wanted me to learn an opera song. So I learned that, and everything just kind of aligned from there, and it was great. It's been amazing. You know, talk to me about the time when you kind of realized that Iman's has a talent for singing you know I I, I had um, that it was when she was two like how do you how do you know at two years old that your child has a talent in singing you know it, it's so hard to remember clearly but I remember like one of the earliest things I can remember is that um, I would read her books and you know sometimes when you read I, we read a lot of books because she never went to school and so we, we just spent a ton of time at home reading and she would always sing whatever I like she would sing back to me like if I was uh, you know reading a book if it was like a rhyming book she would make up little melodies and sing it back to me and she just loved to sing always and um, I mean just sung you know from morning till night when she was little and that's and that's actually pretty normal I mean a lot of two-year-old three-year-old little girls do that and um, she just kept getting better and she had such a sweet little voice um, when she was little and then it just you know it kept improving and when she was about um, five years old, we realized that she loved performing on stage. I can remember when she was probably about six years old. We were out at a mall somewhere in uh, Dara, and they were having this big event, and she ended up coming up to help the magician, and the magician is, you know, talking to her after he's helped her do the, after she helped do the magic trick, and there's, a, you know, an audience of literally hundreds of people around us outside the mall, and um, he's like, oh, what do you want to be when you, sh- when you grow up? And she's like, um, I want to be a singer. And he's like, oh, and everybody in the audience actually started laughing because it's so cute, this little five-year-old saying that. And he's like, well, would you like to sing something? And she's like, sure. And so she just stood there on this uh, this magician's, like, little wood block, and she belted out um, an Adele song. And it was, like, it was mind-blowing for me and my friends that we were there with. We were like, what just happened? Like, how did she just stand up there and sing Adele? in front of hundreds of people with like, and I wasn't there even holding her hand. I hadn't told her anything. It, it literally went from her being a magician's assistant to like owning the stage. And she was maybe five, maybe six years old. And then just, you know, she's progressively gotten better and worked harder and learned more and been lucky enough to, you know, work with Lisa who has taught her the proper way to sing. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's been all just, it's honestly, it's all just been like, you know, one, you know, random thing after the other. So not planned at all. Nothing's been planned hardly at all. Simon Cowell said that you really can't just learn to sing like that. Your voice is a gift, he said. What does that feel like coming from him, knowing that he really is one of the world's greatest talent scouts and and he is known for being absolutely cutthroat he won't say you're good unless you're incredible and amazing. How did that feel? I mean, when he said that, it just really touched my heart. And Simon Cowell is an amazing person on set and off set. It was great to hear that from him. Because we always look at him and we think, oh my gosh, he's so mean. Is What is he like? What is he like off the camera? Off the camera, he's 
he's a really kind-hearted person. So after all my performances, I cry after all of them, just like a way of relief. It's not like sadness or anything, but I was I was backstage crying in one of the rounds, and I was the final act. So Simon Cowell walked backstage, and he passed me, and he stopped in his tracks, and he's like, I understand. It was an emotional performance that he just he gave me a hug, and and he said he really liked it, and like a dream come true, and like he even talked like with us. It was mind blowing. So he's a great person. That is really truly amazing. Now, um, you know, you talked about, you know, crying. Do you do that? Do you do that after every performance? Because you have such power yeah. and control. You know, in your high notes, your vibrato, it looks incredible. Thank you. How how difficult is that to maintain that control and that power? Um. Well, since Lisa has taught me to use my diaphragm, it's become a lot easier in these past few years and it is hard at sometimes and it takes a lot of work out of me but in the end it all really pays off and I get to do what I love. That is amazing. So tell me about why why you cry after the performance. The reason I cry after every performance is because it's a way of relief of having all those emotions inside of you and just like it usually happens I cry the most when I'm performing something most tragic because I can like imagine I'm the person in the tragedy, the main character in the tragedy, and just emotions like inside of me that just need to get like cried out. Yeah, it's very much like acting, isn't it? It is, because you can make your vocals perfect, but if you don't act it or perform it, that was, I would say, you cannot feel the emotion or you can't connect with the audience. It's like, it's like a movie. She's a phenomenal talent. She's absolutely unbelievable. Lisa Hugo is here. She is her voice coach. Welcome to the show, Lisa. Thank you for having me back, Sally. This is amazing. We just heard your voice, your voice, your name mentioned several times uh, as we uh, spoke to Iman earlier. Uh, she's an amazing uh, young woman and with an unbelievable voice, but clearly it's not enough to have just this natural talent. It needs to be nurtured. And this is where you came in. So tell us about that. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I started working with Iman two years ago. It was recommended to her family by their music consultant at the time that she needed some coaching, some training, some technique. And so we were united or uh, connected and they came in the whole family came in and met me or the brothers the the father it was everyone uh, the yeah, whole family every, came <laughs> everybody came in for that initial meeting first of all yeah i guess you know you have to feel comfortable you have to get first of all get to meet somebody and is this somebody that i feel i can work with and and from there, we started to have uh, regular sessions together three times a week. We've been coaching for the last two years. Mm. So you basically came in because uh, she did uh, Arabs Got Talent. She won that two years ago. And then after that, because actually when you listen back, you know, all of these clips are, are on YouTube. When you see her performance in Arabs Got Talent and you see what she presented at uh, America's Got Talent, it is a world of difference. Completely, yeah. 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 So talk to us about that process of, of really honing in her talent and her skills and, and what you did to kind of bring that out. Well, first of all, when I first met her, I had to ascertain, okay, where, what, what is, what is, she's singing massive songs. Yes. She was singing 
you know, extremely high and and there was, I would say, basically very little or no technique based there. She was singing because she loved it. She was singing what she loved to sing and she was doing a fantastic job of it. But there was very little grounded technique there. Mm -hmm. And because of she'd been learning teaching herself a lot, te learning by imitation and learning by copying the sounds that she loved to hear, there were a lot of, I would say, technical problems which had developed as well. So we had to go in or I had to go in and iron out a lot of those problems, things with the tongue which was tightening up and blocking her sound and pulling her larynx up. Lim no uh, support as she was talking about the diaphragm teaching her how to sing using the diaphragm to release all the tension in the throat and that once we started doing that the sound of her voice just started to open up and her ability to be able to reach those high notes with ease was a completely new experience for her and you know the, the sounds and the freedom then starts to come into the voice and she can enjoy the singing to a whole new level she can exactly and uh, you know um, it's interesting you know to hear her talk about that that it, it just it takes all of her body and all of her emotion you know she cries after after each performance that this is it's intense you know how how does a 10 year old do that uh, she is quite phenomenal she is she is a true performer and I think she is a true professional the, that she is able to immerse herself. She puts the practice, the time, the effort in, which is involved in getting out there and giving your best and being 100% ready for every single performance. I'm, I'm just, I'm really intrigued by what you just talked about, you know, with the diaphragm. Uh, last time when you were on, <laughs> I think you tried to get me to breathe through my diaphragm. <laughs> it is still something that I have to practice. But, but kind of, can you elaborate on that particular technique, why that's really important? Uh, there are two ways to breathe. There's the shallow breathing and then there's the diaphragmatic breathing. And a lot of people also understand this I mean, yoga, and, but it's one thing to get the breath in and relax using your diaphragm so that the breath comes right down you have the sensation that you're filling up your stomach with the air mm. but it's not only that but you have to also feel that when you're breathing out your stomach is contracting and you're using all of the abdominal muscles to support the flow of the air and when you start to do that you take all of the tension away from the upper chest and the throat muscles, allowing the vocal cords then to be in a completely relaxed state when you're, when you're singing or even speaking. It's uh, totally vital, exactly, um, making sure that you can harness that power. Otherwise, it, it just, you know, it's not controlled, is it? No. That's, that's the important part here, that it's all very much controlled. We're going to hear a little bit more from uh, Iman now, one of her other performances on America's Got Talent. We're going to come back uh, in just a moment and uh, talk a bit more about uh, how she developed that voice, getting the golden buzzer from Jay Leno. And how do you even discover a talent like that? We've got more from Iman and Lisa next here on Life Beats on Pulse95. Let 
Podcast. Live Beats with Sally Musa, only on Pulse 95. Welcome back to Life Beats. Now we've got uh, with us a voice coach, uh, Lisa Hugo. She is the woman behind the incredible voice of Iman Bisha, who you heard just there singing Everything I Do, I Do It For You from Brian Adams, but in Italian. Uh, she's an incredible little opera singer. We're going to be hearing more from Lisa on exactly uh, how she works with Iman in uh, just a moment. But here's Iman talking about singing in Italian, a, a language that she doesn't even speak, and how how she manages to stay so incredibly calm. I don't speak fluent Italian, but when we listen to a song, my mom writes down the words as well as she can, and then I learned those. And then we recently started working with an Italian opera singer and he's helped me with my pronunciation and just make sure in the Italian doesn't sound really weird. You know, there is so much pressure when you perform live, especially on talent shows. Arabs got talent. Uh, America's got talent. This is like the most stressful, you know, moment to perform in front of this huge audience and the judges. But you make it seem like it's nothing do you actually feel nervous? Because it doesn't show. For me, there's no need to be nervous when you're doing something you love. And you just go with it. Even though sometimes you can get a little bit nervous, like I sometimes get butterflies in my stomach, but I just remember that my dream and I'll go for it. How did she cultivate this kind of confidence that we see in her? Where did she get that from? And that is, we have no idea. And that's why, you know, um, some of the comments that, you know, the judges said, specifically, you know, the comment from um, Simon about it being a God-given talent. For me, in my personal opinion, I think her ability to get on stage and be so comfortable, that is absolutely like a God-given talent. Because neither my husband nor myself have that ability, and we have never practiced it with her. We were never like, you know, you're going to be on stage, go for it. You know, you have to do it. It was something that she was literally just like born wanting to do and I find it quite bizarre because me myself like when she's um the entire day that she has a show coming I feel sick like I feel nauseous I'm so nervous and Iman is literally like doesn't phase her at all nothing and she's just like yeah okay I'm gonna go perform in front of nine million people on television yeah it doesn't matter yeah I'm cool with it she's very comfortable so I it has to be something that she was you know just given by God as a blessing it's unbelievable, Lisa, to hear that she doesn't really get nervous. You know, how how do you kind of have that kind of confidence when you just go out on stage and you just sing? I'm baffled by it as well because, <laughs> you know, I've been a performer as well throughout my career. And, yeah, we all face these nerves. It's how you, you know, and I coach people on how to how to manage your nerves and, and, and use them in a positive way to get you through as positive energy. But she's talking about, I don't really have nerves. So uh, that's that's pretty exceptional, I would say. It is exceptional. It's amazing. And, you know, singing in Italian as well, 
That is really difficult when it's not your language. You don't speak it normally. Um, you know, how do you do that? How do you sing in a different language? And then you worked with her on the song that we just heard, Everything I Do, Brian Adams's epic song. And you guys decided to do it in Italian. So talk to us about the process behind that. Um, well, we, we ha- there was a version already out there that uh, is by Catherine Jenkins. And that's a role model, I guess, for Iman, a style that she really enjoys a singer that she models uh, herself I wouldn't say she models herself on but she she uh, uses her as an influence and so we found thankfully we found this song by Catherine Jenkins because we were specifically looking for a crossover song that wouldn't be so operatic that we could showcase that Iman could sing something a little bit more poppy but still in her operatic style Mm. Uh, therefore this was a great song and, and it went across absolutely fantastically on the show. How do we work it? Uh, yeah, just like we would work any other song. Yeah, it, standard, we, we, would, we break it down, we take it. When we're learning a song, we go phrase by phrase by phrase. We go into the melody, we make sure the melody's right, we fit those lyrics, the Italian lyrics specific into the melody perfectly, and we make sure it's all fitting and it's pitch perfect. And the key also is fitting perfectly for her voice. And when we were first working with the song, I pitched it a full tone lower. And then they went to America's Got Talent and they said, nope, we want to have it another full tone higher than, than this so that it sounds more incredible. They wanted her to sing it even higher. And we were getting a bit nervous about that, but it all worked out in the end. And, and you know, those high notes, how... How do you get them? How do you get the high notes? That, that's one of the hardest parts, really, in all of this, isn't it? It's all about teaching her the right techniques, how she places the vowels when she's opening up. There's something called vowel modification. When you're singing, the higher you sing, the more you have to change the shape of your vowel. We don't have to worry about this when we're speaking. But when you're singing, as you're singing up the scale, let's say an O, it starts to shape more into an R. You don't hear that you're changing the shape of your vowel, but you have to change the shape of your mouth into you're flattening it out you're opening it up more so that the throat stays more open and it allows you to change more into those higher tones now i was nowhere near where she's singing right there and i'm not even going to attempt that at this time in the morning but but yeah that's how we do it and and obviously i've got to guide her on how how to approach those how to shape her mouth that is crucial as to how she's going to keep the throat relaxed keep the tongue relaxed and and connect into the right resonant tones which will make those sounds very very easy and then pleasing to our ears as well because you can often you hear singers when they go into very high notes and they sound shrill and and awkward and and uncomfortable for our ears to listen to and that's the key is is 
understanding how to release that tension, keep the throat open and lock into your resonance. That's absolutely amazing. Uh, we're going to hear another performance from her just after the half past headlines. This one really made me emotional. I was uh, going to cry. And in fact, uh, this is going to be, uh, this was in fact the performance where Jay Leno hit that golden buzzer. We're going to hear that next here on Life Beats on Pulse 95. seeing acts come out here and they're sweating and they're not performing to par. They're not stepping it up. They're double your age. And then you come out here yeah. and you show them how it's done. That's really nice. Thank you. Thank you so much. The fact that you are, you're just like such a normal person and to have a voice like this, it's not something you can train to get. It genuinely is a gift. Thank you. Just the fact that from a child comes an honesty yeah. and a truth. I mean, it's, it's, I feel like I'm a witness to something extremely special. At some point in my career, people will say, what do you remember most? I remember hitting the golden buzzer. Wow, that is the moment when Jay Leno pressed that uh, golden buzzer. Absolutely incredible. Her reaction, Iman's reaction in that moment, uh, Lisa, was absolutely priceless. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it was just amazing. But, you know, for these songs, I, I got chills when I heard that particular song, Caruso, I believe. Um, but I just got chills. Like, it's incredible how how much power she puts into it, how much emotion goes into that. But how long does she even have to prepare these songs? I, uh, you, you were telling me off air that this was actually, this song was um, was uh, Simon Cowell's suggestion that she do this song. 
that's that's what I heard from uh, from from the family. Yeah, that he had made a made a suggestion or put put this song out there that he would like to hear her sing it. Amazing, absolutely incredible. So, how many days does she actually have? To prepare for these? In the early stages of the competition, we had a little bit more time and we had a lot of song choices up our sleeve and we had to present a lot of choices to their selection team. But they would often come back and say, no, we can't get the song rights for this. You can't do that. No, we don't like this. And in the end, it was very much up to them funny enough, who made the choices as to what she would sing. We didn't, in the end, have that final choice. It was the Simon Cowell's production team who ended up making those final choices. In the final run through to between the the quarterfinals to the semifinals and then into the finals, they only had, she well, she literally only had a few days in that particularly from the semifinals to the finals, she had one week to be ready for the finals. And when I say one week, that means getting approval for which song she would choose and then getting her backing track made, which was only ready, I think, maximum three days prior to the performance. Then you have to practice with that backing track and make sure that your timing and everything is right. And and then go into a dress rehearsal and then be on stage with it. It's really that is unbelievable. Incredible. For the first song that we heard um, this hour, which she performed with the piano maestro Lang Lang or Long Long. I hope I didn't butcher that. Uh, but it, with him, apparently it wasn't even that long. Let's take a listen to how long she actually had to practice with him. This is one of my favorite performances as well. When you performed Andrea Bocelli's Time to say goodbye with Lang Lang. He seemed to be elated to be performing with you. That was just incredible because he seemed Lang, like so happy <laughs> to be there. Lang Lang is he's so so talented. I mean, I mean, apart from his talent, he's such a nice person. And just to have like those two things combined, like a great person to perform with. Conte Partido was a little bit. Um, of a challenge, even though I already knew the song, I had to get back into that, even though I didn't even start practicing Conte Partido until the day of the performance. So, and we only met Lang Lang the day of the performance. What? So, that day was crazy. Oh my gosh, so, like, did you sit down for hours and rehearse for hours, or how does that even work? Um, literally, we rehearsed for 10 minutes, we had to go off stage, and I just practiced in my room, and... I don't know, some magical thing happened that when we got on stage and performed, it just kind of all blended together. Even even though I kind of made some mistakes, but Lang Lang, he's, he's so magical and talented. He kind of kind of covered it up for me, so. Did you that, just, that was a crazy, crazy night. Did you just say you practiced for 10 minutes? Like 10, 11 minutes, and that's, that's literally all we practiced for, like, together. When you got on stage, it felt like you'd been practicing all week on this. Oh, thank you. I mean, I hope it sounded like that because I think for me that song was that song was a little bit I don't know tougher than other songs, even though it was, I knew it and it was it was my birthday, so I kind of had to like spare some time and then like that that day was overwhelmingly crazy. Make that into words. <laughs> Wow, but I tell you what, it's the mark of a true performer when everything is going crazy and you still 
get out there and you still give such a stunning performance. It's amazing. Are we going to see you performing this song with Andrea Bocelli himself? I hope so. That would be that would be amazing. You met so, him? It would be great if I could perform with him. I met him on my birthday in Jeddah, Jordan. In Jordan. You met him in Jordan. And did you sing for him? I did not sing because he was having a, a concert there. It would be great to perform with him. That would be like a dream come that, true. Could we see this happen, Lisa? Could we see her performing with Andrea Bocelli, this very song? I think that if the stars are aligned, it might happen. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. You know, her taking Sarah Brightman's role in the song. Amazing. I think there's definitely the possibility that that may happen in the in the not too distant future. Oh, I, I really hope so. Here's, here's hoping. Uh, but coming up next, we are going to be hearing from her about that moment when uh, she feels like it all changed. What what we heard just earlier when uh, Jay Leno pressed the golden buzzer. There's a lot more to talk about here with Lisa and to hear from Iman next on Life Beats. Pulse 95. Life Beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. I'm speaking to Lisa Hugo, the voice coach behind the incredible talent that is Iman Besha, the 10-year-old opera singer. I spoke to Iman and her mum, Megan, uh, earlier on, and uh, she spoke about what it was like that moment when she did get the golden buzzer from Jay Leno. Now, you got the golden buzzer from Jay Leno in the Judges Cut stage, and I saw, I watched your performance... Um, and he was in disbelief. I was emotional watching that particular song. I, I wanted to cry. Thank you. It was incredibly beautiful. It was so, like, it was, your voice is soaring. It's ethereal. Thank it's, you. It's really magical. It was just a stunning moment. What did it feel like? Because, it, you know, Jay Leno, he's a legend in the entertainment industry. And he, he is a legend. Yeah. <laughs> so what was that like for you? I mean, I really love the song Caruso, and I especially learned it for AGT. And just to get the golden buzzer from Jay Leno was a huge surprise. Even to this day, it's still, like, hard to, like, say, I got the golden buzzer from Jay Leno because I'm, like, it's still so mind-blowing and, like, surreal. I think when she got the golden buzzer from Jay Leno, um, that was like the big eye-opening moment for me and for my family and for Iman that she might actually do okay on the show. Um, because up until then, we really didn't know. We just thought she might be just one of the hundreds of people that make it into the auditions, etc. But when she got the golden buzzer, we realized that she might actually be able to do pretty well on America's Got Talent. Um, and we were really surprised and really happy. And... Uh, we couldn't have wished for more than her becoming a finalist on the show. I mean, that was that was our, you know, that was our absolute dream was for her to make top 10 on America's Got Talent this year. And I'm, I'm still surprised that she did it, honestly, because there have been multiple little girl opera singers on America's Got Talent. And she just really surprised us all by how well she was able to perform each time. I want to ask you about, you know, you did um, Brian Adams' song, Everything I do, I do it for you in Italian. <laughs> Why did you do it in Italian? In the opera that style? That song was a challenge. I want to say that. That song was a big, big challenge because we only had five days to learn that song. So, and they said I had to sing it in Italian. So it was even tougher just like getting the words like into my brain 
But at the end, I love that song so, so much because when I got on stage and performed it, I had like, I felt joy singing that song. At the same time, it's not the most joyful song of the It's like a little bit joyful, but just singing that song was great. I love that song. It is amazing. It's incredible what she's been able to do in the last few months, uh, Lisa. But that kind of a voice, somebody who sings with that much power, and she's still a child and her vocal cords are still developing. How important is it to protect her voice and how do you do that? Well, I mean, obviously, it's all in in the exercises. I, I send them exercises. She's got to do and she's got to practice on a daily basis. She's got to be very focused. And she also has to be careful what she eats. She has a lot of, uh, I would say she's sensitive to certain foods and she's allergic, unfortunately, to animals, so she can't have a pet. So they have to make a lot of sacrifices as well around her diet and She said and she avoids like, sugar. Yeah. She avoids sugar. She can't have oranges, I believe. Mm. And leading up to performances she has to avoid any dairy products which is actually quite common for singers to avoid anything dairy because this is a real mucus producer and but because she's performing all the time she has to then be cautious now even more so now all the time there were times earlier on she could say okay i haven't got anything big coming up now for a while i can take a little bit of a break mm. or not you know be so vigilant all the time but now she needs to be vigilant all the time of what she's what she's taking in to keep her vocal cords healthy all the time yeah and and in terms of straining you know making sure you don't strain on the high notes on on the difficult notes as well well, that's all, as I was saying earlier, in understanding your technique. Yes. You know, if you have a really good technique and an understanding of your technique. So it's not just somebody teaching you, oh, go and do this exercise and that's going to help you. You have to understand why you're doing an exercise and what benefit you're going to get out of it. And connecting your registers and opening things up and and the benefit that's in there. And if Iman um, is very, very good at understanding, okay, I know why I'm doing this exercise. I know the benefit that's gonna, gonna, I'm gonna get out of this ben- this exercise. And and she then puts her heart and soul into it until she achieves the result. And and here we see the results. Uh, absolutely, we hear the results. Amazing, amazing. Every time I hear her voice, I'm just I'm blown away. It is fantastic. Um, she spoke about also singing in um, Circassian because she's Jordanian American, um, uh, but she sings in different languages: Italian, Circassian as well. Um, and you know, she talks about th- this being a highlight for her too. How difficult was it to kind of get her to to sing? in Circassian as well. I think that was one of the most challenging things that we worked on together was this language. of I've never had any connection to this particular language before as well. And the way we do it is we really listen to the words and we break them down phonetically. You've mm-hmm. got to listen and tune right in and then write them down for her in the way that it sounds not necessarily that's the way it's particularly written, but the way that she can sound it out and form those words for her mentally and, and phonetically. And, and she gets this massive big piece of paper and writes it out in, in really big marker pen with, with all the, the spaces <laughs> and the letters be- between, and it works for her. 
and how incredible yeah Amazing. and and that took a very long time to learn that song we would go and just go verse by verse and we will not move on until we've perfected one bit Exactly. And then we'll move to the next bit. One at a time. She, I think she needs to mentally process it all piece by piece. Mm. Amazing. I mean, because she is Jordanian, but uh, in Jordan, uh, for those who don't know, there are groups of people who came from the Caucasus. Um, so that is where they're called Sherkas. Um, so that is where her family's from. So it's just, it's incredible. It's amazing. She talks about um, singing in Jadash as well there in the amphitheater, the ancient Roman amphitheater as well. Absolutely amazing. Uh, but we need to talk about as well what is coming up for her because uh, big things are coming up. So um, I'm going to let her tell it here. We have some things um, that might be coming up that we're not allowed to talk about yet. It's opened up the U.S. market for her, which is uh, probably the, the best market for her to be in to sing opera, um, just because of how you know how popular opera. So it's not as popular as pop music and other things like that, but it's, there is a good base for you know opera appreciation in the United States, and um, it's opened up a lot of doors. We um, will hopefully be able to um, have representation here through a record label can't yet talk about a lot of that stuff, but um, we've been able to achieve a lot of what we hoped we'd be able to achieve because of America's Got Talent. It's um, connected us to a lot of people and will hopefully give us the opportunity to let her keep singing, you know, all over the world for as long as she wants to. Fantastic. Okay. Well, there. watch this space, basically. Things are going to be happening for uh, Ivan Basha. Now, what are your dreams? Talk to us about your dreams. What do you still want to happen? My dream is to always just do what I love and make sure that it's what my dream is to do. Because right now my dream is to sing and I hope my dream never changes because I love singing so much and it'd be great if I could perform everywhere until I die because that is my dream and I just hope to follow it for the rest of my life. That's probably what I think I'm most proud about is that it's something my husband and I have both worked really hard on is just making sure that she realizes that she, you know, singing is great and she should, you know, perform as long as she wants to, but it's just one part of who she is. It's not the only thing that's important about her. You know, she has lots of other talents, lots of other hobbies, lots of other passions, and, you know, we try as much as we can to encourage her in those other things as well to make her a well-rounded person and not just you know solely focused on singing because she only gets one childhood and I I want her to have a really fun childhood and not just be a performer Megan touched on a a really interesting point there you know when you have a child prodigy like that um, you know to make sure that uh, she is well-rounded that she has a lot uh, going on that there isn't that one focus is that important to still develop that talent to kind of uh, look a little bit wider as well I think that's extremely important and that's one thing I really do admire in this family is it's not just all push, push, push in into her her training and her career, which I do see with other families as well that you know, the focus is then if you see a talent, then you're just going to push, push that talent. You see it a lot in Chinese families when you have a prodigy that they just have to train, 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 train. And does that child then lose out on that the time to be a child yes and i think they have a wonderful balance and it's it's extremely important 
We need to get you back on the show again, um, Lisa, because uh, there is more to talk about in terms of the work that you do in developing uh, young singers and young talent. This is uh, something that you do specialize in. But in the meantime, you are going to be um, online very much uh, working with Iman as hopefully she's going to be recording. Hopefully we're going to be hearing new things from her. She is in she's in Las Vegas, I think, right now as well. She was in Las Vegas this weekend performing with four of the big opera singers from Hollywood as a guest. Yeah, Fantastic. And, and we are working on something which will be coming out, I think, this year. So... Um, well, I'm also not allowed to talk about yeah. <laughs> it, but keep uh, keep your eyes open. If you, I would suggest following her on on Instagram, Iman at Iman Bisha, and or follow MySpace at Lisa Hugo official. Yeah, and then you'll keep up with what's happening with her as well. We cannot wait. We're so super excited, Lisa. I want to thank you so much for being here, and uh, I want to thank uh, Iman and Megan as well for sharing the story. Absolutely magical, fantastic, and uh, more to come from you as well. Yeah, I would love to come back on and tell you all about my app, which is going to be coming out before Christmas. We're excited for that. Coming up next on Life Beats, there's a lot more to come here in the second hour. Keep it on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 10 a.m.